let's first start with of this um figure that's counted 1.3 million refugees um we've already said 900,000 of those are from south sudan how many are internal refugees in uganda do we know that Okay, it seems like we've lost Sarah, so we'll see if we can reconnect with her. And uh, we'll also tell you about um, how other refugees here in South Africa observed the day and what they had to say about uh, the importance of the role of the Reserve Bank and its mandate. While some are saying that uh, she is overreaching. So we're back to Kampala, Uganda, where... uh, colleague Sarah Kimani is there to observe World Refugee Days with those of the 1.3 million counted in Uganda. Sarah, I was asking, is there a clear delineation of internal and external refugees in Uganda, given that there's still conflict areas in Uganda itself? Um, outside of Uganda, most of them are from South Sudan, the Democratic Republic of Congo and Burundi. With uh, South Sudan now being the top contributor of refugees in Uganda, uh, the number standing today at 900,000. Uh, most of these have come to Uganda in the last three years. And I was asking, I'm not sure if this was probably lost uh, through the telephone line, I was asking if Uganda itself acknowledges the internal refugees within its country. Well, most of them would have been in northern Uganda, uh, where a conflict uh, uh, lasted for several years. But now that the guns have gone silent there, uh, the, the refugees that are were being celebrated today are those from outside the borders of the country. Uh, but uh, Uganda's uh, refugee policy is very different from most of the other countries in the world. In fact, it has been uh, said as the best uh, in the world because uh, even though even if they had uh, uh, internally displaced persons uh, from northern Uganda, then they would be uh, integrated into the community and they'll feel at home. This is the same thing that they are doing with refugees from across the borders, giving them land, allowing them to their children to go to school with local Ugandan children, allowing them to receive healthcare services in local clinics and hospitals in the country. And those who are qualified to get jobs then are offered the chance to get jobs even in public service here in the country. And how has that worked out, Sarah? Are they registered and are they moved to particular areas? And are they specifically camps or, as you say, they are intentionally integrated into various communities? They're integrated. Um, what, it, what happens is that most of them will uh, naturally be settled uh, close to the borders of their countries. And so what, what happens is when they come into the country, they're registered. Uh, they're given parcels of land. However, the land still belongs to the government or to the communities in the areas where they set it, so they cannot buy it and they cannot fully own it, but they can till the land, uh, build a little house where they can live with their families, and if peace uh, resumes in their countries, then they can go back. However, during the time that they're in the country, then they're allowed to earn a living like uh, any other person who lives in the country. So just in terms of uh, repatriation effort all of some of these refugees, is there a plan in place? Obviously, there's still a conflict ongoing in some of the countries, um, but those where the violence has quelled, are there intentions of returning them back to their countries? 
Those who uh, want to return and are allowed to return voluntarily and are supported by the United Nations uh, Commission for Refugees uh, and the Ugandan government to resettle back into their countries. However, right now what is happening is that those countries uh, where there is still a conflict, uh, especially in South Sudan and the Democratic Republic of Congo, there has been an increased exodus uh, back into Uganda. Uh, and the government today is saying that is putting pressure on the resources in the country, be it education facilities, build healthcare facilities, and so the government, together with the United Nations, has organized a two-day summit uh, for Thursday and Friday this week uh, to see if they can raise more money uh, to be able to provide food rations, uh, health facilities, education facilities for the children of refugees and also for the communities. Uh, the Minister for Refugee Settlement today are telling us that classrooms that used to accommodate uh, 45 children are now having up to 200 children, and so they're being forced now uh, to educate them outside the classroom because the numbers are too huge for them to be able to cope. Thank you so much, Sarah. Sarah Kimani speaks to us uh, from uh, Uganda.